This is the first episode of... I don't know what I'm going to call this yet. (laughs) But it'll be a podcast that I will do from time to time. Just to kind of, I guess, start something. I don't know. (sighs) You know, it's wild. This quarantine has honestly been... (sighs) Bro, this quarantine has just been just wild. I mean, when we first started, you know, when we first had this coronavirus or whatever the fuck, you know, COVID-19, you want to call it, you know, uh, the crazy thing was, you know, I admit when it first came, I was one of the guys that was not really taking it super seriously. And God, boy, was I fucking wrong. I don't really know what I'm going to really fully do with this podcast, but I I know it's going to be something that I'm just going to kind of just decompress, you know, kind of do it like, uh, well, who's the guy? What's the guy's name? Bill Burr. I like Bill Burr. He's a great guy, but it's, 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 this is, this whole situation has honestly just been one wild ride. I don't know. Well, the ways I'm going to start giving my topics, how this is going to really work is just kind of whatever I feel is something that's going to be worth talking about, you know? And I feel like that this is going to be a little bit more focused on, I guess, my thoughts. Because really, that's what this is, is just my thoughts. Things that happened today. Ah. Uh, was first of all today is may 12th 2020 we've made it this far guys it's been officially what uh, a month and a half since we started quarantine my god i jesus it is woof i mean here's the thing Here's about this whole quarantine situation is that it's just like there's this this level of uncertainty that we just do not know what the fuck may happen tomorrow. You know, this is not something that, that we can honestly gauge anymore. You know, you know, when we first started this whole situation, this whole pandemic, it was kind of like, you know, we were playing day by day and, you know, people were hopefully just, just doing their parts this way we can get it done. And then literally within the past like two weeks, I mean, it has gone to shit. I mean, people are rioting, protesting, making fucking real issues when, you know, it's crazy because it's it's hard to even explain about it because it's so much has happened in such a short time that I don't know how to put it. It's wild. Let's talk about some of the things that possibly happened. Anything good that came out of this whole uh, pandemic. Uh, we have season five of Apex Legends. Turn up. It'll be lit. It'll be amazing. Um, I'm currently downloading it. <laughs> I'm an Apex guy. I'm a gamer. There you go. Well, not really a gamer. More so a guy who just enjoys a game. And I play it entirely too much. But... 
you know, I, that, it's like the, the it's like the best thing that's come out of the pandemic so far. Apex Legends. Wow, that's that's uh, that's that's something. That's honestly something. It's weird to kind of just think about that a game was the the big hype <laughs> of this now. Because honestly, that's the only the only industry, one of the very few industries that are really, you know, still moving around. The music industry is still okay, you know, obviously, because, you know, you really don't need to go anywhere to make music. It's kind of just like, as long as you have a studio, you can do it. Um, that's another thing I do. I also make music. I produce music, which I will probably promote throughout this uh, podcast that I will do. Uh, I will probably do podcasts. Uh, the goal for right now is to to kind of bang out at least two, three every month. You know, kind of give it uh, um, and a direction, kind of like a thing. You know, but but <sighs> like this is this is how this is the low. <laughs> This is the low. This is the low point of the whole pandemic. It's just you. You know? I think that's what one of the main things that why people are so up in arms about it. It's just a play. This is a situation where you are seriously in the in the house all day with yourself and your thoughts. And maybe people it's finally exposing the people that used work to essentially cope and not deal with their own thoughts. I don't know. I just feel like honestly this is this is the wildest thing that could have possibly happened in our history. Nah, I wouldn't say in our history. American history is wild. So I'll just say uh, in recent history, this is probably the most wildest thing. Nobody was ready. You know, it's crazy. My generation, uh, by generation, I mean the 90s kids, you know, represent 90s babies. But us 90s kids, I I think we had a weird, we had a weird upbringing, you know. You know, we lived through 9-11, the Iraq War, you know. And I know we're not like the hardest generation. I'm pretty sure, you know, you can count that up to the boomers or the people who lived through World War II and, you know, all the other good shit. But... I don't know. I've some of us '90s kids. We are we we are an interesting group. I mean, we go through shit. Freaking H1N1. I mean, Zika, coronavirus, 9/11, Trump's presidency. Who the hell thought that that shit was finna fucking happen? I mean. Certainly not me. I'll be the first one to say I did not expect him to win a fucking thing. And the crazy thing was, I, he just fucking, you know, it, it was wild. I was, it was senior high school. I'll never forget. I was taking a civics class my second semester of uh, my senior year, and the civics class uh, was doing a experiment. Not really an experiment, but more like uh, he, the, my teacher. Uh, was doing a um, mock election of some sort. And what happened was is that he would select people out of the classrooms and then uh, out of all his classrooms, and there, mind you, there was eight periods, so he had eight classes. And out of all classes, he would pick 
the people who rep to represent the the delegates at the time or the candidates at the time. I should say delegates, candidates at the time. And so what happened was, you know, air, the guy who got Trump, everybody laughed at him. They fucking laughed. And honestly, we all laughed. We laughed when Trump was this fucking guy. He made The Apprentice for fuck's sake. Like, I mean, seriously, he made The Fucking Apprentice. And, and we were supposed to be afraid of that idiot. But he did it. He did it. He did it. And honestly, I, you know, uh, unless you're a supporter, uh, everybody else, we, we didn't take this whole thing seriously. We honestly believe that this was another publicity stunt, get ready for his new show, sell some fucking fake-ass steaks, new college, and he was just going to fucking, you know, it was just going to be that. You know, fuck it. But honestly, that, that, wow. <sighs> you know, we are, I, me personally, I think we're one of the very few generations that really never really had a chance to to see the what am i trying to say here i'm trying to say that i think 90s kids we were we were a big experimental generation i think that's what we really should call ourselves instead of us z babies we should be we should honestly be called the age of experiments because we were experimental we we were the test dummies for a lot of things you know, from 90, from, from really, and really by, by us, I really would like to say people from 94 to, to 99. I feel like 94, 99 was right when that, right when, you know, when you're like, you know, I'm 23 now, I was born in 96, but you got these, you know, 23, 20, no, no older than 25. I mean, I swear to God, we were the tech crash test dummies for a lot of shit. People stop, you know, when people want to talk about, you know, you know, changing the SATs and shit. That was us. 98, 99, they got the shits. You know, they're really going through it. 2000s, babies, they're going to grow up with it. So it's, it's like, what, what, they don't even fucking care. And they shouldn't. They honestly fucking shouldn't. They shouldn't fucking care. They're kids. I mean, literally, they're just fucking kids. Bro, 98, 99, they, they, 98, 99, they're, they're really getting the shit. I think they're really getting more shit than all of us. Cause they're right at that cusp. 94, 95, 96, 97, I, no one fucking cared about us. They just threw whatever the fuck they wanted to at us and they, and, and just whatever the fuck happened, happened. I think that was I think that's what's so scary. This world is so scary for us. I think this is why our we were the first generation I think we were one of the very few first generations to understand that the world is not as black and white as it was portrayed to us as children. I think we were the first generation to figure that out by ourselves. I I, I genuinely do. I, I honestly believe we were the first generation to realize Shit was not as sweet as we as everybody painted it out to be. You know, we had dare, dare, dare to be different. Don't do drugs. 
Everybody, and, and look how that fucking turned out. Dare, wow. How fucking useless was your dare? Everybody you know has smoked weed at least once. <laughs> and they said that she was going to fry her brain. And here's what's crazy things. I want to know what kind of fucking potheads they fucking were witnessing. Because, I mean, they were, they said we was going to make you stupid. We, we were supposed to be on the floor, dying, drool coming out of our fucking mouths, lifeless fucking eyes, all this shit. They said we were supposed to be on our asses all the time and yet they come back around and say we have some of the strongest weed that has ever been grown so what kind of fucking weed were you guys fucking smoking that had y'all really because it let me say something let me say something let me say something if if you guys smoke that must have been some amazing shit because that must have been gas because i'll be honest with you that shit don't even make any sense you see 90s weed, bro. If you bring 90s weed to like to 2000 fucking 20, niggas is going to look at you really, really different. We're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. It's wild. It's wild. It really is wild. It, it's, 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 it's honestly something that we as a people allowed for people to really believe and i think 90s kids were the first ones to honestly say why to give to 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 really dare to be different and ask the simple question why i know you ask any boomers they'll probably say they're the greatest generation the golden general golden golden years golden age yeah of course they were the greatest generation greatest generation but i feel like they fucked us they fucked us. Social security, that's pretty much gone. For the most part. You know. Pensions. Maybe if you're lucky. 401k, that's slowly getting fucking axed. I mean, I don't think it will ever really fully be axed, but it's not as great as it used to be. People used to live off of 401ks. People used, to, people used to, that was, that was the upper middle class people who had for the upper middle class grandparents back in the 60s and 70s. Those were the fucking upper middle class. That was how, what made the upper middle class. Because the pensions, 401ks, social security, all that shit was great. But I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe their grandparents fucked us. I'll say it. I'll fucking say it. But 90s kids, I think we, we are we are we are going to really be I think in 15 to 20 years we're going to be the greatest generation. And here's why. I think we've established who we are much better and much faster than any other generation. And honestly, that is due to social media and the, and the internet. Social media is 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 fucking incredible. It's I mean literally, like anything like news can happen Instantly, anything could be reported instantly. I mean, honestly, it, it, anything can be fucking reported. You can, you, you can, you can sit at the house, take a shit, post it on fucking Twitter, and that could blow up today. That's what you could do. That literally, you know, honestly, people who have fucking fifteen thousand plus fucking Twitter followers, take, take, put on your Twitter feed right now and fucking say, "I took a shit." 
Guarantee you, so there's going to be at least 100 people saying, interesting. They're going to like it. I think Twitter has easily made our opinions matter more than anything else. Like, I mean, seriously, think about it. Twitter, I mean, Twitter literally is just is just literally a, a, a diary that anybody can fucking view. And it has single-handedly surpassed any news station in speed. Twitter knew Kobe was dead before fucking anybody for the fucking news did. I got the Twitter I got the Twitter for notification before I got the CNN notification. Uh yeah, let's 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 also think about that. Our, our one of our fucking heroes. Heroes. Kobe Bryant gone. For like like the boomers, I guess that'd be like uh John Wayne <laughs> just up and saying fuck it in the height of his career. And not his twice of his career, but like, you know, you know, he had a couple, you know, he had some shit in him, you know, and then just John Wayne just said, fuck it, I'm done. Just died. I know for, for, for you people who are younger, you probably be like, that's not funny. But I feel like if you tell it to a boomer, yeah, they'd probably be fucking hurt. Kobe was, that was intense. But I mean, seriously, that, the, the, literally, that's, that's the beauty of social media. Literally, that, that story broke so fucking fast. And not just because of TMZ, but because the, TMZ had the access to literally just go on their phone and say, Kobe died. Newspapers, you have to go through a whole newsroom. You got to get it approved by the editor. You got to make sure that the, that the story is true. You got to make sure you have all the evidence. And all Nothing has to be factual on Twitter. Twitter said Rick Fox died with Kobe. Rick fucking Fox. And the crazy thing was, a day and a half later, fucking Rick Fox was on TV. It doesn't have to be true on Twitter. Nothing has to be fucking true on Twitter. Why does that have to be fucking true on Twitter? What? What? For honestly, what? What the fuck? Why the fuck does Twitter have to be right? They don't. The answer is they don't. Because Twitter can prove one simple thing. News is what is really goes to the victor. And whoever survives. We had a million different stories when, twi- when Kobe Bryant passed away. Fox was in there. Gigi wasn't there. Gigi was supposed to be there later. Oh, and then we found out Gigi was there. Then there were some other people. Then there wasn't other people. I mean, literally, there was a million fucking stories. But because Twitter fucking posted it, there was a possibility that any one of them could have been correct. You can do that in a newspaper. 10, 15 years ago, if a newspaper would have got that shit wrong, oh my God, it would have been a fucking shit story. The PR department of that newspaper would go crazy. Go dumb. Absolutely stupid. Because honestly, it'd just be... I mean, fuck. 
What are you supposed to do? I love this. I love just simply just sitting here, just having this conversation, just talking. Because I'm, I'm, I'm able to just explain my thoughts. You know, it, it, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of uh, podcasters are probably doing it with other people, doing interviews and all this shit. But honestly, for me, this is, this is, if I, you know, I may do interviews, I may have people on here, and I may have promotion. Maybe, maybe when I get this podcast out a little bit farther and a little bit bigger, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll consider that. Just see the feedback of the first episode, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, and next episode, I promise you, it'll, it'll, it'll be way more directed, a um, little bit more uh, point point oriented. But right now, it's just me just kind of introducing you to some of the shit that you may hear on here, you know, and the style of of of, of rhetoric and style of of ideas and the conversations that we that we're gonna have. And I want you all to to really be interactive, and I and, and I hope. Um, I, I create a, a, a small community out of this because it would be really, really interesting to kind of have the conversations with some of you about um, some of the, your, your ideas and things. But anyway, back to what I was saying. You know, it, social media is amazing. It, it really is. Snapchat, easily one of the most amazing. And you know what the crazy thing is? Even the social medias that are not no longer here, like Friendster, MySpace, Vine, even though they're not here anymore, you can still feel the influences. It's like they never died. TikTok is nothing but fucking Vine. TikTok is fucking Vine. These kids are fucking excited about TikTok. TikTok is so fucking popular and hot. Everybody's got a fucking TikTok. Everybody had a fucking Vine. And people are really... It's amazing. Yeah. 20 years ago, if you told your parents you were going to be an internet celebrity, bro, your fucking parents were looking at you like, dude, you're fucking, you're going to be a bum. And now that is a legitimate fucking job. An internet personality. That's a job now. Who would have thought? I mean, really, like, fuck, dude. Who would have fucking thought that that fucking being an internet personality would be a paying job? Not a fucking job that you would, that, that, you know, maybe, that, you know, you'll get, like, $30 here and there. These niggas are shelling out dough. And we're never going to talk about the, 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 the porn industry. Because, I mean, fuck. I mean, $700 billion were shelled out to OnlyFans fucking models. Men and women alike. $700 billion. YouTube just started shelling out that kind of fucking money. And OnlyFans has really only been around... Maybe for five years. It just got big within the last two, three. I mean, really? Just imagine, like, life, us 90s kids are literally experiments because now we were the first group of generation to look for people to try all kinds of shit that, is, that are now a, a respectable job and that makes more money than anything. 
Back in the day, the goal was work at the plant, work at the mines when you get out of high school, make your money, have your family, work till you're fucking, till you're 52, retire, and live on your pension for the rest of your life. That was the, that was, that was the American dream, really. That was every American dream, and that was the most American dream that was doable. And then, out of fucking nowhere, internet comes on the scene and changes the game forever. I mean, God bless the internet. I mean, really, like, I don't know what to tell you. Because really, like, who would have thought that people like Zuckerberg and Bezos and Gates would make billions and billions and billions of dollars off of the fucking internet, off of programming. If you're a programmer, first of all, you have a skill that will make you millions of dollars. If you're hearing this and you hear that you get this far, just know you are making money. You have you have a talent that will make you more money than anybody, more than a rapper, more than an athlete, more than a businessman. Because of programming. And because the internet is still, even though it was invented by one guy, the internet is still, there's so much undiscovered, so much undiscovered technology. The digital age is really weird. And it's all thanks to social media. Because honestly, I think without social media, I don't think we would have the, tech, the, 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 the technology boom, the idea boom. I think without Facebook, there would never be reason for phones to want to make Facebook look good on the phone. The interface on Facebook, when you first got, you know, we had the flip phones, they were, you know, that was kind of whack. Now you get to the iPhone fucking XR and the fucking, you might as well just be on Facebook on your phone. No reason for a fucking computer. Phones are essentially phasing out the, the, the use of a laptop. The only thing why you need a laptop is if you're doing like real projects. And even then, that's starting to phase out. It is literally incredible of the things that we've accomplished in such a short amount of time. 90s kids, I, I swear to God, we, we were crashes. I mean, I mean think, think of the things that, that, were, that are different relationships used to be females were oh i want to respect my man my man is is, is my is me and i would like to, him to treat me respect and it doesn't really matter what too much so much what he does it's just more so he's as, as he's making the money and he's coming back to me and we're loving on each other and raising our beautiful kids and in our white picket fence and everything will be okay no that's not a fucking thing Bro, chicks nowadays are fucking ruthless. They are, bro, they will bite you. They will fucking beat your fucking ass, dude. Like, they, uh, Ari Fletcher is, bro, that is a norm, my nigga. Like, that's some, that's some real shit. Ari Fletcher, bro, for those of you who don't know who that is, and because the, there's going to be some people who don't, but for those of you who don't know who that fuck that is, that is, that is G Herbo's ex-wife. And, 
she is from the wonderful state of Illinois, specifically the beautiful state, <laughs> state, I'm over here being stupid too, the beautiful city of Chicago. Now, I'm from Chicago. Okay, and I, so I, 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 I'm not saying I know everything about Chicago. I'm not saying I'm, I'm king of Chicago. I, I know I can point you in every direction. No, 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 no. I lived in Chicago for, until I was about the seventh grade, moved to Michigan. You know, I, I, I was everywhere, okay? It's, but but Chicago is what I claim to be my hometown. And I, because of my hometown, I understand the people that come out of Chicago. Ari Fletcher is the pure definition of a Chicago female. Not all of them, but there's a good majority of them that are like that. Toxic. Simple. Toxic. She wants to fight all the time. She wants to hit on people. And then when people flash back at her, she wants to play victim. That's the problem. But I'm not making this about her. I'm saying this about... I'm talking about just the relationship aspect. Women have more of a voice than ever before. And honestly, it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing that women have a a huger voice in what they want and how they want to live their life and how they want to be with 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 their spouse and what they what they want to accomplish in their in their own lives. And I am so and that is something that 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 is honestly great. But I mean fuck, some of these females out here fucking take this shit too far. Like it's wrong. <laughs> now because of how females are treated dudes we have to be careful we can't just be doing whatever the fuck we want to do with just females used to be you could just tell a chick oh you know whatever you know i'm gonna I'm be with you your best friend and whatever and then they catch each other then they catch you and then you cry but they cry about it and then it's it's you know it is what it is i mean honestly Honestly, it is seriously just the most oddest thing ever. In just a short amount of time, women have now become literally the the essential backbones of the, the family. You know, yeah, you can have dad who works all day long and dad who, you know, makes the money and, you know, does everything that he needs to do. Yeah, you could have that. And that's great. But you're going to need mom. Because mom is a career driven woman, too. Females are different, dude. Females are different. And you know what the crazy thing is? Is that honestly, there was never anybody to ever see this coming. Nobody saw this coming. But it was a change that needed to happen. And honestly, I think that there's a lot of change that 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 that, that can happen from this. But I mean, women are woof. I mean, women are taking control, and there's nothing wrong with that. Women are really taking control of their own lives. And honestly, I think that was the thing what made 
I think that's the thing that what makes today even better. Because honestly, now there's no right way of living. It's just your way of living. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that's the big thing about our generation is that I think more than anything, we real we found our own way of living. Boomers kind of had everything mapped out for them, you know. They had the chivalry, you know, and all that thing. And I and don't get me wrong, of course, chivalry is a great thing. Don't, don't get twisted. But I think that 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 closed a lot of people. I think that closed the woman and her and her own creativity in a weird way. Because after a while, she would feel obligated, you know. And maybe I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying what I say is is law and what I what I believe is the right thing. No, it's not the right opinion. I'm just saying. I feel like chivalry was the reason why women were in a weird spot. But now the power, the power you guys have is, is incredible. And, and honestly, you, you deserve it. And us guys, we don't, we just, we just don't get it. I think that's really what it is. We just don't fucking get it. We don't get why we don't, we don't, we don't understand why shit's just happening. We don't understand why Women aren't just doing what they used to do, you know, just kind of roll over and just take whatever the fuck we tell them. We don't get why we just can't seem to fit, get it right sometimes. But honestly, maybe that was what needed to happen. That, that, that's honestly what I think needed to happen. I think we needed to be in a situation where we honestly have to do better. Us guys, we kind of, you know, and myself included, when I say us guys, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I, a lot of times I'm talking about myself. I think us guys kind of forget that we are, we have an obligation to our women. And maybe that's, maybe that's like the hard thing for us guys to kind of deal with and move on from. Because we're no longer, because we, we are genetically created to be the commander of the relationship but that's not always the case we kind of have to listen now and i think 90s women are the, are the women you know are the, the creators of that they forced you know they wanted answers they wanted their own shit to be done they wanted they had their own ideas they had their own ambitions and they're getting it women are phenomenal dude and honestly I, I, and when i say this i don't you just talk about black women or what or or white women or asian or latino no or or, or east Indian or east asian no I, i'm just saying women in general Women in general, I mean, fuck. I mean, it, bro, even even in the countries where women are supposed to be the 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 the, the cats of the fucking household, they're just slowly lifting just their voice, and it, and it's it's gonna get good. But I think I think we have 
a lot to give. We have to give a lot of credit to the women from born in 94, 94 up. They dared. They dared to do something different. And I think nowadays, you know, don't get me wrong, there's, there's, I mean, before, you know, of course, there's 93 and, 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 and behind, of course, they, you know, they're, they're, they're with it as well. But I, I just feel like more so 94 and up is right where people started, where, where our women just started to be like, bro, like, why? Why the fuck do I got to be in a kitchen all day? I don't want to. Like, like, really, like, like, just, just simply that. I don't want to. I don't know, man. It's a weird. It, uh, our world is is no longer what we expected it to be. I don't know. Weird way, I'm okay with that. I'm glad this world was not so black and white, and I'm glad that there's so many, there's so many asterisks that as long as you just look hard enough, you can find it. I, I also, you know, I I also understand that, you know, we are, in my opinion, one of the most outspoken, we are at an outspoken time in our history, you know. I know, you know, it's crazy that, you know, we, we talk about all these, you know, cops killing innocent young, you know, innocent young men and, 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 and us African Americans. And, and you know what the thing about it is, about that whole thing is that they've been doing that for fucking ever. Like there was never that like in our history there was not a time that they weren't doing that. But I think now because of the power of Twitter or social media in general and the new wave of thinking. Yeah, that's what I'll say. The new wave of thinking has brought the injustice to the forefront and maybe that's what's so interesting about our people. And I think about just as, as 90s kids. We fight for injustice and in what we believe in, no matter what. Sometimes we may be standing there by ourselves. Sometimes, you know, you got those Trump supporters. You got those people who are just, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. I'm with Trump and all this other good shit. You know, you had that. You you have those people. And yeah, they may seem like pieces of shit to you. But honestly, I commend them. Because they're standing up for what the fuck they believe in. And I think that's something that we we have got a great, man. I think that is, that is an honest to God, amazing thing that we were blessed to have. We're blessed. I'll be honest. I think us 90s kids, we're very blessed. And I think this is our time where the youth can honestly do what they got to do. They don't feel like they have to just do the same shit that their parents did. They're honestly doing what they feel, what they love. You know, um, it's funny. I'm, I'm gonna, it's crazy that I'm segue to this, but... A friend of mine, me and a friend of mine had a conversation. We were talking on a PSN the other day, and we were talking about, um, he was, he's, he's an old soul. Uh, he's my, but he's, he's, my, he's my friend. I love him dearly. And he's an old soul. 
um, because he believes, you know, the golden age of music is over, and he believes, you know, and and, and he and he referenced he referenced a interview that Beyonce said something about um Beyonce said they don't make albums anymore. And honestly, I disagree with him. Do I believe music is the same way it used to be? No. Do I believe music is what it was originally made out to be? No. But honestly, is it bad? No. No. It's the sound of our, of our life. You know, I know we don't like to say this, but the little pumps of the world, the smoke perps, the 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 little peeps, the XX XX uh, I, I'm a fan of this guy and I fucking can't say his name right. XXX Tentacions, the 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 fucking uh little Tekas and the Ian Dior's and all those fucking people, bro, bro, they are the sound of our time. A lot of people say, oh, it's, it sounds trash. Why? It's what we live. Oh, what do you, you know, all they do is talk about partying, drinking, smoking, having sex. What the fuck do you think we do? I'll be honest. What the fuck do you honestly think we do? Our generation, what the fuck do we honestly do? Some of us, yeah, we have jobs, but what is the goal at the end of the fucking day? Get shitty. You know, that, that's what it is. That's the goal. We're a bunch of alcoholic, potheads, fucking sex addicts, pervert, you know, we're all of that. Like, that's us. That's our time. We have such a problem with people uh, speaking on, you know, drugs and those But that's what people live. And music is to talk about what you live. That's the inspiration for music. What do you live? And, he's, and, and it was crazy, you know, he said, you know, they don't make albums anymore. And I, and I said, and I said, no, I, I disagree. Because honestly, that's, that's honestly not true. They do make albums. The prime example, Future's Dirty Sprite 2. If you have, you, you have a conversation with me about music, I promise you, there will, I will reference this album more than once. Dirty Sprite 2 was literally... The, was the sound of 2016. Summer 16 was the greatest summer of all time, period. But flat out. Let's, just, let's all come to consensus. Summer 16 was lit. Summer 16 slapped. Summer 16 was the greatest thing ever. Uh, I, I wish we could get another one. I know we will never get it. I know there'll never be a summer like Summer 16. But Summer 16 was slapping, okay? Like, Summer 16 hit a different, differently. Why? Why did it hit so different? Because the music, the parties, the shit that was just going the fuck on just made Summer 16 memorable. Can't guarantee you that you can ask anybody, you know, around that time. From not, bro, from my age? Yeah, bro. My age, Summer 16, greatest. Greatest. Greatest of all time. I know a few of you guys going to be like, but Pharaoh, you know, we had a lot of deaths. A lot of celebrities died that year. Fuck that. Bro, Summer 16 hit. 
And Future's Dirty Sprite 2 was literally the soundtrack to that summer. Dirty Sprite 2 is a classic album. And there's no doubt about it. And it's simply classic because just about everyone that you know can name you at least five songs off that album right now. Off the rip. Off the rip without, without looking. They can name you five songs off that album right now. It was that good. It was that good. And when you listen to Dirty Sprite 2, Future wasn't talking about shit. He didn't say nothing thought-provoking. There was nothing that you felt like Future really sat down and took six weeks to fucking craft. No. Future did half those songs in an after-fucking-noon. High off his fucking ass doing what the fuck he does. You can say what you want about Future and the things that he, you know, you may disagree about him, but the thing what you can, what you cannot, what you cannot deny Future is that he gave us a classic album. I mean, shit. I, let me see. Let me see. Let me see how good Future uh, Dirty Sprite Two is. Uh, fuck up some commas. Rotation. Um. Uh, I can't remember the first song's name. Thought it was a drought. What else is on it? Oh my god, now nah, I'm fucking up. I know, oh fuck, now nah, I'm, nah, I'm fucked. But the fact of the matter is that the simple thing is that I can still sing that fucking album. Majority of that fucking album, I can sing it. I can fucking sing it. Like, I mean, really? The Future gave us classic album. And he, honest to God, did not put that much effort into it. But he gave us an album. And as much as we like to argue and say, oh, you know, it's an outlier. No, it's not. There's a lot of albums that are really, really good that were probably made very quickly. But that's what music is now. That's what music is. Because that's how we lived. We lived music we lived our lives fast. Us 90s kids live life fast. We 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 needed instant validation. That's why we have social media. Instant validation. That's that's constant. Honestly, that's that's really what I what we what excuse me what we are the age of instant validation. I'm curious. I'm really curious on 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 the world's thought of our music because honestly, I think sometimes. We like to pretend we're so grown that we forget, bro, this is what we truly are. We are, we are the generation of party animals. 
We're going to be partying until we're fucking 50, all of us. We're going to call them something different. We're going to call them whatever the fuck. But we're going to all be partying until we're fucking old. Kids and all. Call them the babysitter. Hey, take this little motherfucker. Let's go get it good. Let's go get it going. I'm honest. It's, it's honest to God. Something just amazing. Like what? What? Like our, our, our generation, the nineties generation, 94 to 99, us, goodness gracious, we went through some crazy shit. But honestly, I'd have it no other way. I have it no other way. I also got to hope that that we '90s kids are better parents to our kids, and we're more under just off the simple fact that we're going to be more understanding to our kids. I know I am because I realized what what my life was back then. They live in a different world now. Kids nowadays don't live in our world anymore. They, they live in a brand new world. People could only hurt you when you were on the street. Nobody would have fucking thought that in a few years, internet, like internet hack and hacking and, and all this fucking stealing your money through your, you know, through the internet, all this shit. Nobody saw this fucking coming. Hit us like a fucking punch. I don't know. Kids nowadays just grow different, and we like to, and we, we, you know, and and I, and I, I know, you know, we we like to joke on them and tell them, uh, you know, the 2000s kids, they all crazy and all this shit. Yeah, we like to say that shit, but honestly, I, I, you know, they grew up in a different world. Their world was different. Because we, we, and we experienced it. 90s kids, we experienced the world change. We literally watched it change. 2000s kids did not watch the world change. We did. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do um, podcasts at least three to time, three, two, three times a month. You know, not give me something super, super hardcore. But I definitely try, and maybe I'll do one one. Matter of fact, matter of fact, no, I'll do one once a week. I think that'll be better. My name is Pharaoh, and honestly, I want you guys to just think about this. I want you to think about how did we really grow up. How different was our grow up? How different was our lives? Y'all let me know. I'll see you guys soon.